Lecture topic: Safety through the Sunnah. أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل إن كنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يحببكم الله ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم صدق الله العظيم Most respected students of Deen, mothers and sisters the ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited is well known. We often discuss this ayat. And in this ayat, Allah Ta'ala says to Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to declare to the Ummah, to, to declare to us, to one and all who claim to love Allah Ta'ala. Claim to love Allah Ta'ala by virtue of bringing Iman in this is the claim that we love Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala is giving this command, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ If you claim to love Allah Ta'ala, then the own Nabi Kareem Salaam is to declare this to everybody, that if you claim to love Allah Ta'ala, then there's only one way of establishing this and to prove it is فَاتَّبِعُونِ follow me, meaning follow the footsteps of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And what will be the outcome of this? يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهُ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ Allah will love you and Allah Ta'ala will forgive you your sins. Now, we've heard this many times, we've heard the discussion in this regard that this highlights the importance of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam following his Mubarak way of life. But today we have a little bit of a shorter time because of some other, something has to be attended to urgently. But in the short time, this one point that can be very clearly understood from this ayat of the Quran Sharif and the link of that to the current time that we are passing and we are going to be facing. The time that we are facing is this time of this December month. It is the so-called holiday time. And one is holiday in the sense of a break now from the routine of the madrasa. That there is no madrasa for these days now. It's the annual vacation. But at the same time it is the so-called holiday time where people now stop everything else and this whole atmosphere is different. The whole environment is different. And people get involved in things that they don't get involved in at other times. Unfortunately, the whole mindset changes. Well, those who have no Iman, what can we talk about that? But the sad and tragic thing is that people with Iman also go in the same direction. Many go in the same direction. Now, in that time, unfortunately, so many things happen so much of destruction takes place to people's deen, even people's dunya. And those who have some level of concern, that is the key factor. There are those who are unfortunately not even concerned. Why are they not concerned? Because they do not realize what harm is coming by undertaking such a path, what it will result in. They don't realize it. 
It's like that child who doesn't realize that he's going to put his hand on that hot stove. What's going to be the outcome? He doesn't realize that he's going to take that hump, a small child, one-year-old child, something he found lying on the floor. He doesn't realize that this is filth, it is dirt. I'm going to swallow this. It's going to cause such a problem. It's going to cause a big, maybe illness, and so many things will become now it's dirt, filth, but the child doesn't realize, just puts it in his mouth. Then now the child got sick, and sometimes severely sick. So now, why? Because the child is not understanding, doesn't have the understanding. So likewise, in terms of the dini understanding, and the understanding that makes a person realize what is going to be the end result of the wrongs, that people get involved in, and that this must be refrained from, that realization is not there. Or the person knows the theory of it, but the yaqeen is missing, that conviction is missing. Like a person seeing one lion, but he knows this is a stuffed lion. He got no yaqeen about it, because it's, it's a dead lion. So now he goes and puts his hand in the mouth. Why? Because it's a toy, it's just a stuffed lion. Unfortunately, our yaqeen is very, very weak in terms of so many warnings that Allah Ta'ala has sounded. So we listen to it, we believe in it too, but the very weak yaqeen, therefore it doesn't become a issue for us to get involved in those wrongs. We just take it for granted. So one is a person doesn't have any concern. Or that concern is hardly anything. So such a person now does what he wants, goes where they want, then they suffer the consequences too, and then it's such a big issue to undo the mess that they get themselves involved in. But then, mashallah, there are many who have the concern. Now this is for those who have the concern. Somebody who doesn't even have the concern, that is a very severe issue. That is like an unconscious person. So that person has to be still revived. Allah Ta'ala save us that we become unconscious in terms of the realities of deen. So inshallah we all have some concern. Allah Ta'ala grant us that concern. Now if a person has some concern, they'll be concerned about how to save themselves. They're worried, I'm weak and I have some times get, I get overcome by the temptations for this and that. Or people now all start doing something and I get carried away. The family all, everybody in the home or the extended family, they're all doing something. So I just get washed in that same direction. But now I don't want to be doing this. I want to be staying on what Allah Ta'ala is going to be pleased with. So there is some concern. Now the concern is how to safeguard oneself. So now when a person is walking into a storm, but now that storm is there, that's not in his control. That storm is there. But his concern is how to save himself. So now depending on whatever is available, person might take cover under some roof somewhere, get into some house, get into some place where there's some protection. If nothing else, no house clear, close by, suddenly the severe storm has broken out. Somebody's car, try and take shelter in that car. Something or the other to protect oneself because the storm is not in one's control now 
So likewise, there is a storm, the severe storm of fitna that is engulfing all around, especially in this time of the year. Somebody who's got some concern, they're worried about how to protect themselves. Now, how does this link up to the ayat of the Quran Sharif that we discussed, that we just started off discussing? So in this ayat, Allah Ta'ala says, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِي If you claim to love Allah Ta'ala, follow in my footsteps. My footsteps, the way of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the way of the Sunnah. What will be the outcome of this? يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ Allah will love you. Allah will love you and Allah will forgive your sins. Now, what has been stated is Allah Ta'ala will love you. Now, this is the point we need to pause and reflect. In dunya, everything revolves around love. Let alone insan, even animals, try to go and interfere with a little, the baby of any animal. You try to chase that animal away, the mother, it might run away. But you go to try to interfere with that little baby. It might be a chicken, it might be some kitten, might be some pup. One is now, if that animal, that cat now is familiar with the person, we're talking about now, that is being seen as a threat to that that little baby of that cat, that kitten or that chicken or whatever it might be. So the mother is seeing this as a threat. Now if you just try to chase that mother away, she'll run away. But you go to interfere with that kitten or that chicken or that pup or whatever other, the chances are you're going to get attacked. That cat or that hen or that monkey or whatever is going to come in full force and attack. People have got attacked in this way. They have unfortunately experienced this bad experience. Now what, what has happened here? If a person is familiar with things that happen in the animal kingdom, that chicken, after it grows up to a point, that very hen chases it out. It will look after it with its life up to a certain point. But then after it has grown to that point, that hen chases it out. You must now go fend for yourself. And then he still starts to come and join the other chicken, now the smaller ones, it will get pecked and chased out. And likewise many other animals. Sometimes they get chased out of the pack. But now till that point hasn't come, that mother is prepared to put her life in danger. What makes her do that? It's purely the love for that child of hers. Love. Some other chicken, some other kitten, something else, is not going to bother, not going to interfere. Somebody else is that is. That attachment is with its own. Now that is just an example, that is in the animals, in humans on a higher level. That child, the parents, the attachment, if that child is in danger, they'll put their own lives in danger to save the child. That is the attachment and the love. Somebody else's child, they'll do something, but not to the extent that they'll do it for their own child. Why? Because of the love. Now the lesson that we draw out of this is, that to the extent of the love, to that extent comes the protection from that source of the love. 
Now this is just the lesson. Now that lesson is what we have to draw from here. Allah Ta'ala is beyond any comparison. Allah Ta'ala is above and beyond any comparison. Allah Ta'ala has no likeness. We can't compare Allah Ta'ala in any way. But the lesson to draw from here is, what is Allah Ta'ala saying in this ayat? You follow in the Mubarak footsteps of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Yuhbibukumullah, Allah will love you. Now what we are looking for, we are looking for the protection. We are looking for the protection from all these fitnas, we are looking for protection from all the things that are surrounding the dangers and so many things. What is the prescription? The prescription is to become beloved to Allah Ta'ala. And to the extent we become beloved to Allah Ta'ala, Allah is saying, Allah will love you. When Allah loves somebody, is Allah not going to protect them? Will Allah not save them? Allah has placed love in the hearts of His creation. That love that that mother has for her child, where it came from? Allah Ta'ala placed that love. In that animal also, Allah Ta'ala placed that love and attachment. And due to that fraction of love that Allah Ta'ala placed, the effect of that is that that protection will be at its utmost from that source. But obviously that mother's protection, that father's protection, and whichever protection is all limited. They also have a certain limit. They can do nothing beyond that. Sometimes they really want to save somebody. One person, Allah Ta'ala save us from these situations. He, there was some incident in a foreign country and uh, something happened. Suddenly a fire broke out in the house. Now the fire broke out in the house. His wife and three children were on one side of the home and he was on the other side of the home and suddenly this fire broke out in such a way. Now, he wants to go across, but if he tried to go through, it will only mean he'll get burnt to death. He's not going to even reach them. And they were trapped on the other side. The long and short of it is Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. All of them burnt to death. He could do nothing as much as he wanted to. He lost his mind in the process. He lost his mind seeing what happened to his family in front of his eyes. But he was helpless. As much as he wanted to do whatever he could, but that was something beyond him to do anything because he was totally helpless against that fire. Now this is the point that that love is intense and the person wants to give his life to save them. But he's going to give his life and they're not going to get saved. What's the point now to try and dive in that fire? It's going to be suicide only. It became such a disaster for him that he couldn't compose him, control himself anymore. But the point was that he was helpless. Allah Ta'ala is not helpless. Allah Ta'ala has no limitations. Allah Ta'ala is, has no weakness and deficiency. Allah is all-powerful. Everything is in Allah Ta'ala's control. So if somebody has become beloved to Allah Ta'ala, what fear does he have then? Of being left without any kind of security. It's a different matter that sometimes some tests come. That's a different matter. But here we are talking about the protection from all the fitna. We are talking about the protection from nafs and shaitan. The prescription, the prescription is to get close to Allah Ta'ala. And how is that going to happen? The prescription to become beloved to Allah Ta'ala, the prescription Allah Himself gave. That to the extent we bring the sunnah of Nabi Kareem Salaam alive, to that extent we will be protected.
Now this is the prescription that Allah Ta'ala Himself has given us. Somebody else's prescription, some buzrug, some pious person, do these amal, inshallah this will work out for you. Alhamdulillah, something that they have derived from the Quran and Sunnah, that's also there in his place. But we're hearing it from some person in his manner of deduction. Yeah, Allah Ta'ala is giving it in clear terms, explicit terms. That you follow in the Mubarak footsteps of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah will love you. And Allah Ta'ala loves somebody, surely Allah is going to protect him. And Allah is all powerful. Everything is in his control. Nobody can defy Allah Ta'ala. So now this is the protection from all these fitnas of the time. Increase the amount of sunnats that we have in our life. Bring alive the sunnah. Now for example, let's just take one aspect, just one aspect. In the morning a person wakes up, from the time the person wakes up, till the time they perform their salah, fajr salah. From the time of waking up, to the time of completing the salah, they are not one, two, five, ten, they are opportunities of fulfilling dozens of sunnah. Dozens, literally dozens, several, maybe 20, 30, 40 sunnahs to fulfill just in that period of time without any additional time and effort to be put into fulfilling it. Meaning it's so simple. Person wakes up, there's a sunnah of that moment, recite the masnoon dua, rub the palms on the face, on the eyes, the Certain ayat, there's no time to go into the details. Certain ayat that Nabi Akareem Salaam is to recite. Now the person hasn't even moved off the bed yet. Already about four or five sunnahs fulfilled. Then you're going to jump off the bed, you're going to wear your shoes maybe. Champles, whatever. There's the right foot. Now, you're going to wear one of the two. But consciously that this is the sunnah. Then a person, normal human nature, wants to go to the bathroom. Now which foot you entered with? What was recited before entering? Hardly the person has still entered that place. Already more than 10-15 sunnahs have been fulfilled. Now, this is just the start of the day. But it requires conscious fulfilling of the Mubarak sunnah of Nabi Kareem Wasallam. Now then count the rest of the day. And one is something that will require separate time out of the routine. Some additional effort. This is we talking about just those sunnahs which are part of the day-to-day routine. Meaning not, not anything different is going to be done. But just doing the right choice at that time. You're going to either hold something with the right hand or left hand. You're going to hold it. But you're holding it consciously with the right hand because that's the sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You're going to enter somewhere, you're going to enter either with the left foot or the right foot. But because it's the toilet, you're entering with the left foot. Why? Because this is the sunnah of that moment. Now just consciously fulfilling the sunnah with the love for the sunnah. That this is the way of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and following in his Mubarak footsteps will bring the love of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala and if I become beloved to Allah ta'ala my dunya and akhirat is made. So now such a simple prescription no big efforts required simple way to go about it but so much to gain. And especially in this regard that we are now very concerned about, inshallah we are concerned, Allah Ta'ala bless us with this concern.
It's a very, very noble concern, very essential concern. That how am I going to protect my deen? How am I going to stay away from the traps of nafs and shaitan? So the way to now take care of that is, bring the sunnahs alive. We take inshallah this holiday, some small kitab that we might have, or we acquire one, a compilation on the sunnahs of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa we read from it daily. Try to reflect, what am I fulfilling from this? If I'm not doing all, what more I'm going to do from this list that I just read today? Add something daily, consciously, with the niyat of fulfilling the sunnah, and getting close to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, getting close to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa filling our lives with noor, inshallah we'll see the tremendous benefit that will come, we'll see the protection that will come from this. This is the protection. And when Allah loves somebody, Allah is going to protect them. The more we bring alive the Mubarak Sunnah, the more we'll get closer to Allah Ta'ala, the more we'll receive His protection. May Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give us the tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala grant afiyat to one and all, Allah Ta'ala keep us safe in every regard, in these trying times, in these challenging times, Allah Ta'ala keep us safe in our deen, and keep us safe in our dunya as well. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفل لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم افتح لنا بالخير واختم لنا بالخير وجعل عواقب أمورنا بالخير بيدك الخير إنك على كل شيء قدير ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه المعين والحمد لله